0: You're tuned in to Oilers Nation every day with
1: Tyler Uramchuk live every weekday on the Nation Network YouTube. <laughs>
2: uh, we are live with Oilers Nation every day, not just any edition of Oilers Nation every day, a Sherwood Ford Giant game day edition of the show. As always, coming to you live from the Sports Closet Studio. When you think the Oilers are gonna win, they lose. When you think they're gonna lose, they win. Tonight? Well, we'll, we'll find out what side of that coin we're on. Now, uh, let's get into everything with the lead. Yes, I know, we were late. But we are here now and ready to get set the, for tonight. Uh, is game. the chat talking? Uh, Yeah, the chat's, it's an impatient chat on YouTube. Uh, I as respect always. it,
1: it's a five o'clock game time.
2: Everyone needs to know what's up. We gotta get going, we gotta get going. Uh, we are live on the Nation Network YouTube. Hammer the chat, hammer the like button as well, and give us your Sherwood Ford giant keys to victory down in the chat. We're going to be giving ours in a couple of minutes here. Uh, But first, Jay, welcome into the show. What did you make of the Oilers' 3-2 win over the Lightning?
1: Well, I uh, wish I bet uh, more aggressively than I did because one could have made a lot of money. um, But it's not about winning money. It's about the Oilers winning. And they went to Tampa, and what did they do? They played really good defensively, and they were able to kind of shut down. Sure, they gave up some chances, and Jack Campbell played good. Like, weird when the two things kind of go together, how this team can actually be. So, I was not shocked, because I believe in the squad, but, you know, it was just really reassuring to see that we've got this in the bag. Yeah, um,
2: that was... You know, the Oilers only gave up 23 shots at 5-on-5 five five in that hockey game to the Tampa Bay Lightning. No, sorry. Yeah, 23 shots against at 5-on-5 five five in that hockey game. One of their better defensive performances of the season from that perspective. Uh, I, I'll i be honest. Like, I thought they were going to get smoked. I talked about this yesterday on my show. I was like, man, second of back-to-backs, going up against the Lightning, a team that seemed to be playing some pretty good hockey as of late. I did not have Warren Fogol. Short Shorthanded as well. PK, well, that's all, we're, we're short-headed scoring machines. Which drives me nuts, but I was still happy to see it. We go perfect 5-for-5 five five on the PK, though, against a Lightning team that is a wagon with the man advantage as yep. well with all that talent they have. And Jack Campbell, like, early in that game, I, I'm giving full marks oh, to Campbell. because We were, were in shell. 10-0 were the shots. And Campbell, 10-for-10. 10 10. He kept the Oilers in that hockey game. I thought he was, uh, I thought he was just outstanding, and... I haven't seen who is the confirmed starter yet. I'm loading up Daily Face Off.
1: Well, we chat about this. We think it has to be Jack. Like uh, it is. should be Jack. It's gonna be
2: Jack. Okay, Jack good. Campbell confirmed per Jack Michaels. So he had Jack by Jack. Jack confirmed by Jack. Jack, Jack, Jack to Jack. All right. Nine forty six save percentage against Tampa. They got his season numbers up a little bit. He's now sitting at a three nine three eight eight four. I'm excited for this opportunity for Campbell to build on it.
1: Still gross, but yeah, no, no, it's still early in the season. He can get it all this stuff kind of back on the rails in terms of how it looks stats wise.
2: Yeah, uh, we'll see. I I think it's absolutely the right decision tonight. You know, I was a guy who last week was saying sit him, sit him, sit him, but now that
1: you weren't jacked for Jack,
2: no, I was not jacked for Jack. Tonight, I'm jacked for Jack, though.
1: Oh, I am so And we'll see if the Oilers can go. Jacked is Jack for Jack. Jacked is jacked for jack is jacked for jack. A lot of jacks there.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, Did you hear about, or did you have a chance to catch Frank Cervalli's hit on the show yesterday? I did not. He talked about uh, Carolina Hurricanes. They were in Florida last night. Mm -hmm. There is a literal hurricane going through Florida. Yes. The Hurricanes, Carolina variety, had planned for the literal hurricane by having two planes sitting at different airports in different parts of Florida, so that if the weather wasn't good for one, they could just drive to the other one and fly out of there instead. Point being, there was a chance this game tonight wasn't going to be played. There was like some fear that if the Canes couldn't get out of Florida because of the literal hurricane, they wouldn't be able to play tonight. Either way, it was probably a pretty stressful travel situation for the Canes. They also lost last night to Florida. Second of back to backs. Oilers have been in Raleigh for longer than the Canes have themselves. I think I think this is kind of lining up in their favor this
1: evening. That was a whole narrative against Tampa Bay. They got in at three in the morning. They got in at three in the morning. Yeah. Like sometimes that just doesn't matter. I thought, and to go back to the Tampa game, like Leon's dry Leon's Leon Drysdale's comments uh, before the game, and just wanted to say how they have to just be better and t- like that to me I was just like they're gonna fix this. Like I, I, I hearing like how he talked and what he said, I'm like. They're going to yeah. win this game. Now, now to move fast forward to Carolina, there is always concern when a good team loses the night before because good teams yeah, don't sure. normally lose back-to-back. So that is a bit of a concern. But I really feel like something special kind of is, happened in Tampa, and that win can you know, hopefully spill over with some momentum in Carolina. And obviously losing Kane, Big loss, and that was you know thoughts and prayers with him. But it looks like everything is 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 looking okay in terms of recovery. Yeah. It's just the time of recovery. We can also talk about the Kucherov potential there that we should unpack a bit. Okay,
2: no, let's jump right into that. So Kane's out; he's on LTIR. It's
1: mm-hmm. going to be three to four months, so or December, four to
2: five months till December, January. So really, it takes Feb- a while.
1: Ask Jacob Chikren how long it takes to recover that. February
2: to March. I don't think you're pushing this thing almost six months, Jay.
1: Well, let's see if he goes, if it's four to five months and it's then you three send, to four months and then you send him down to Baco for like, but it's, that's what it is right now. Long recovery wrists. It's a joint. It's a tendon. Things move around. You, you don't want to rush things like this, Tyler. I think you're this a little very serious injury. I, he needs to do what's best for him. And I'm told time heals all wounds. So maximize that time <laughs> for maximized healing. And then, oops, you might be ready just in time for playoffs. Okay, that's good. We'll work with that. Meanwhile, someone else has joined the team, and, you know, we might be a little bit better. The interesting thing with Kane is that he basically
2: missed half a season last year. Yeah. And then jumped right back, jumped into the Oilers lineup and pretty much fit in from day one. Yep. So if there is a player who could maybe do it, maybe it is him. But I agree with John in the chat. Can't push it that far, and it's it's
1: not realistic. Well, I mean, tell me why you can't. Tell me why you can't. Because you don't. This guy had a massive laceration. Mm -hmm. He cut tendons. Mm -hmm. This stuff all takes time. Why rush it? There is no rush to get him back either. He's got to feel good. What is another month? What is another month? but it's like another
2: six weeks, not another month. And like, it's three to four months. If it was four to five months and that was the timeline they were giving us now, I would be like, don't wink.
1: I didn't wink. (laughs) You just winked at me.
2: Oh, I thought you were winking like "Eh, four to five months. Anyways, if it was four to five months. Sure,
1: I'd say it, yeah.
2: If it was four to five months from the jump, I'd be like, yes, you can push it till five and a half. But the fact they're saying three to four, I'm just, I'm not buying that.
1: But like. Who's they? Like, who's, like, it's, uh, we don't know yet. The team know? is they. Well, you know, you got to explore these options, people. And I don't, like, we can't look at things so literal all the time. Sometimes we got to look at things in the gray or look at the blur, you know? Like, let's think about how if you just deal with this right and don't, there, there is no rush to get them back anyways. Think about, think about the injury itself. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. There is no rush to get him back. You want that fully healed because, like, tendon damage is serious. You want to make sure that it's fully healed. And so if you need to, you you know, leave it in the oven for a little bit longer so it can bake and get to, you know, where it needs to be as opposed to rushing something like that, like, what are we even talking about?
3: Sure.
2: Frank was on the show yesterday talking about how some of the Oilers' deadline needs. This ties into that conversation. Mm -hmm. He said someone in the bottom six who can play with a bit of jam Oh yeah, maybe a legitimate centerman as well. I was reading Pierre LeBrun today, throwing out some potential center targets from around the league. Let me tell you. is
1: Bo Horvat still being mentioned?
2: Well, Horvat is a guy who's reportedly available, Mm -hmm. Uh or is going to be made available. Jonathan Taves is a guy who's reportedly going to be made available. Mm -hmm. What about Ryan O'Reilly?
1: Oh, don't you dare! Don't you (laughs) dare tease me with a Ryan! You will not accept going cane for five months with his injury and then you're now going to hit me with ryan o'reilly the blues are you want to talk about making make believe
2: pierre lebrun says if the blues don't get back in the race o'reilly pending ufa tarasenko pending ufa yeah. both will be shocked
1: so st louis is going in 2019 mode all over again what happened in 2019 they sucked to start they had a fight in practice they got behind the song gloria in january and went on an absolute heater to the end of well to win the Stanley Cup i, I that team on paper is still too good like sometimes this if you could get his his nickname is factor really yes yeah. ryan o'reilly is like an elite two-way centerman elite and a hell of a guitarist too so <laughs> don't tease me tyler with ryan o'reilly okay I'm not ready for it yet. I still believe St. Louis is going to turn it yeah. around, but if he is available, yeah. Evander Kane, I'm sorry, you're hurt for another six weeks. We got the space because we got you. Got to make Ryan O'Reilly happen. You don't even have to. It wouldn't even be that. Like you get a third team involved.
2: Oilers get him for two and a half mil. Fogle salary out the door. Fogle a first and a third for half season. Of Ryan O'Reilly. But as some people brought up here, and this was what a lot of people, Dr. Gonzo was saying it, um, but a lot of people yesterday when I tweeted out the article with what Frank said. D. You got to get D. You got to get D. Oh. So would you spend a first round pick plus plus to get O'Reilly when what kind of defenseman can a first round pick plus plus? Or does O'Reilly make you better defensively as a reliable two way C?
1: Well, he, he does both, but you need both. Once again, yeah, going sure. back to my theory for just gonna make shit up here. Yep. Vander Why? Kane joins us in the playoffs. Use that cap space, chicken or some other type of really strong defensive <laughs> piece. Oh, and then get a third team for Ryan O'Reilly. Very simple. You
2: can't com- – like, Ryan O'Reilly, this is a, an insider reporting. He could be available. That
1: is not – But well, that's could be. <laughs> so this the same thing happened in St. Louis in 2019. Yeah, I know. We're looking at, like, we should go get Pareko. These guys suck. We were. We were talking like but that. But they had, like, like a once – We were talking once, like that.
2: They had, like, a once-in-every-50-years kind of run. You can't sit there now and be like, ah, just like 2019. They got us right but where I'm they just, want like, them. We,
1: like, we just can't get our hopes up is what I'm saying. Okay. Because sure. we're like, oh we got – what, what can we fleece out of uh, St. Louis this year? Like, that's that's what I, we were all talking about on podcast. We were, we were thinking we could go and make a run to get Pareko. We were. Yeah. So, like, Ryan O'Reilly, like, this is – he's he's Patrice Bergeron. Like, you're that's, you're like, giddy
2: at the idea of Oh, it.
1: my God. If he was on our team, I would faint. So, yes, if it is a possibility, all goddamn costs, and then still go find us a defenseman. Because why, everyone – The time is now. Who cares about our first round pick right now in 2024? (laughs) It's about now. Our window is now. We want Connor and Leon to stay here forever. Nuge is already staying forever, but he just, you know, it's Nuge. You want these two ultimate all-stars to stay? we got to start winning some cups. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Danger Suede brings up a great question. How do we make
2: any of this work when we needed a major player to get injured just to bring up a million-dollar player? And let's turn this back into tonight's game now and dig into our lines for the Edmonton Oilers this evening, courtesy of Daily Faceoff. Connor McDavid will center Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Yessa Poole That line, fantastic shot metrics. They're giving Poole some leash here. I'm excited to see what he can do with this opportunity. On the second line, I'm excited to see... What number 55 Dylan Holloway can do with his opportunity next to Seidel and Hyman. This is the chance if you're Dylan Holloway. This is your look. He and shows. I really hope the one thing I'll say, and I said it yesterday on the show as well. If you're, if you're Jay Woodcroft, give this breathing room. If the first period doesn't go well, if he makes a bad turnover, just let him play through it. Give him legitimately the rest of this road trip every shift with Leon dry and see if they get something going. Don't yank them off after 20 bad minutes.
1: Well, since Danger Swades in the chat, uh, first of all, love you, man. Uh, and he'll now understand this analogy. Okay. Dylan Holloway is a young bottle of wine. Danger suede of Somalia. We have to open the bottle and let it breathe so it can become drinkable. So let's let Dylan Holloway breathe and let's drink in what he can do. So time is going to be a ver- is going to be an asset here. And so we're seeing flashes of brilliance. I like giving him the opportunity, but let's not put high expectations on him in his first crack at this and just let it breathe a little bit. I do think I do think he belongs up here. I really do. I see those flashes of brilliance. He's just establishing his con- his confidence. Now, we have to give love to JP. That was JP's best game of the year. I think town. the last two games have been really he, good for him. He is actually You know, I will now support, like, he's actually been a factor. His physicality has been a factor. He was actually driving play. He was actually complimentary to Connor McDavid. Like, he was getting in the right spots. He was actually, you know, getting the shot off and not just falling before he even touched the puck. Like, this was a very good performance. So, very promising. I hope he can build off of that. And he's going to Carolina. Carolina's full of fins. He's a fin. There's this national competition between one another. I expect him to level up in Carolina against Aho and Teravinen. Yeah. And I'm sure there's probably another fin there that I'm not thinking of. But between those two, they're all buddies. You know, he, he's praying to level up his game as well. So I expect big things from JP. So let Holloway breathe. Heavy expectations on JP. Fair?
0: Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts?
2: I, I mean, yeah, start scoring if you're RV and you're getting all these shots on that. He's, He's been so... ripping the pill, so I, I, I agree with that yeah. wholeheartedly. Um, McLeod with Derek Ryan and Warren Fogle is your third line. Your fourth line is Devin Shore with Kyler Yamamoto on the right side and Matthias Janmark on the left side. Liam, we don't have the ability to bring you on camera, but I still want your take on Matthias Janmark's Oilers debut
3: tonight. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's probably the right guy to call up, right, yeah. from Bakersfield. I know Clem Carsten's here, too, and I think that's more for his size and physicality. He's the and, meat. Yeah, he's kind of, they've kind of got two guys to complement what Evander Kane is going to miss. I like that Holloway's on the second line. I think that's somewhat deserved. Yep. I thought, I like the offense he can bring. But, yeah, Matthias Yamark, I think he's a good penalty killer from what I hear. And, yeah, that fourth line. Probably better than most fourth lines at the moment, right? With Yamamoto, like he's not a fourth line player. And then Yanmark, isn't he scored 19 goals in the league? It's pretty close, right? He's had some good seasons. Yeah.
2: I mean, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what we end up getting here. I'm excited for Yanmark just because, I mean, four points in four AHL games. Sure. Yep. Good. Solid. But this is a guy who I didn't think was terrible in training camp. Was just the casual. casual. He was a cap casual. Yeah. So I'm excited to see. He should be highly, highly motivated. For this opportunity here, Clem Costin, we'll see if he ends up getting into the lineup
1: at all on this road trip. Um, I hope so. I want to see the big man. The watch is on Kyler Yamamoto, though. I know, man. I, I you, you really cheer for the guy because I mean, the know. guy plays with intensity, but just it's and uh, the kid has ability. He has ability. We've seen it, and obviously, this is upstairs in his head. Like when you're in a funk, it's it's tough to kind of break. Like he's changed. Like you can tell how delicate he is right now. He's changing his tape job. He's doing those types of things yeah. to like try to break that. The habit and get the monkey off his back. Um, you know, you saw the monkey off. You see how pump Fogle was. Oh, that was great. He like yeah. celebrated like nine times after that. And he actually that was one of his better games too. He was he was physically assertive. Blocked a big shot. He blocked a big shot at the end. Like he was in the game. So like yep. maybe that's what we need. I hope. Like I really want Warren Fogle to be a two point seven five million dollar player. Mm-hmm. Now back to Yamamoto. Yeah, the kid's got to get going because if if he's not going, like Woodcroft doesn't have a choice. Like if you can't if you can't perform, he's got to pull you out. Right. And so he's just, he's, he's, he's on the the exit ladder right now. You know, like he's the second line, third line. Now was on the fourth line. Like sure. He'll bring, he'll bring energy to that line. And that's what, that's what you just need to focus on. If you can't. And like, same thing with Fogel, like before he scored there, like, but all of a sudden that unlocked his physicality, you should be just getting into play and getting like into the emotion of the game. And then, and then good things will come from that. So like, I, I hope Yamamoto takes this opportunity to really, to be a spark plug on that fourth line. Yeah, and I'm also pumped. Derek Ryan's been really noticeable as of late. Like he's, he's great. Like he's obviously a like he's a small guy. He's not the fast, but real smart hockey player. Yeah, U of A grad, smart guy. Uh, and he, he he he's really shown up in the last few games, and he's and he's had some really good chances. He should have scored in that breakaway. That was really close. Yeah, but whatever. He's but he's there, right? That those they will go in. And didn't he also light up the Carolina Hurricanes? I was just
3: gonna say, wasn't it this? Road trip last yep. year where yeah. he had a hat-trick and he had like that run of games where he scored. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. So oh, like yeah. He, he likes Raleigh. Raleigh, Raleigh. Raleigh? Raleigh Play,
3: played that revenge that's game.
1: Southern Dr- Oh, yeah.
2: Played right. in Carolina? Re-
1: oh Derek Ryan revenge game.
3: Was Let's it go. the sorry,
2: did he go hat-trick against the Canes? I thought it was Hat Trick in Florida last. But year.
3: he was on that road trip. Yeah, he was he that. Oh,
2: it was on that Oh, it wasn't three. Yeah, he yeah. scored against Carolina. Then the next game was three against Florida. So tonight, maybe we flip it. Maybe it's three against Carolina, one against Florida. We'll take that. Yeah, we'll take that. Definitely take that. Uh, Derek Ryan's been playing some pretty good hockey. I oh. agree. Um, just catching up on some things here in the chat. John says, incoming Hyman dried Derek Ryan to start the second period. And that's what they can't do, right? Is they they can't have, you can't just be impatient with Holloway. And I'm with it. Uh, Dr. Gonzo stoked for Holloway in the top six. Rusty loves the look of the third line. Yamo on the fourth line is interesting. Let that muscle hamster go to work
1: exactly just just go and get engaged simplify you don't sometimes have to be on the score sheet to be a factor but Mm -hmm. somehow that allows you to be a factor to get on the score sheet so like it's funny how this works
3: uh a lot of people in the chat too asking why Clem carson's not in over devon shore i mean people need to realize that like you can't just have two guys inserted right into the lineup on the fourth line Show's pretty good on the penalty kill. That's yeah. only been on the ice for one five on five goal against this season. I know he's not really producing oh. a ton, but still like he's a good, reliable player. And I think just throwing Clem Coston into the wolves yeah. against a very good team along with Yanmark is just not a good well, idea. Well, and
1: Yanmark's right a pro, but we have to throw one of them in. And obviously yeah. you would choose him over Coston. So I think um, you gotta get him uh uh, uh acc- Acclimated. Acclimated. I was gonna say acclimatized. Jeez man acclimatized acclimatized there we go I was thinking both <laughs> words sandwiched together as one so I invented a new word here we go uh we're all learning today so <laughs> I did th- give him a few games skating with the club at you know and get some NHL practices but like I think I think he's a guy you put in against Florida because you need some meat against Florida
3: especially with Matthew Chug getting back into the lineup for the first time since his two-game suspension and
2: Aaron Eckblad expected to return from injury that game on Saturday too per-
3: perfect yeah of
2: course they are <laughs> of course they are uh, what else do we got going on here? Bryce with just a nice simple let's go. Oilers. Toby says Carolina coming off a tough back-to-back. Need to be fast and physical to wear them down. So Toby is in with his short for giant key to the game. Before we get to our betting preview, let's go around the horn here. Uh, I'll, I'll get going with mine. This is a Carolina team over the last 10 games is only averaging 2.52 goals for per 60. Goals against, 3.3. 3. The Oilers are averaging 3.7 goals for... 3.4 goals against Carolina on average is getting outscored Edmonton on average outscoring the opposition over their last 10. What I'm saying is don't give Carolina any hope tonight. Do not let them get that offense going early. You need to hit them first score first. This is from Jason Greger in his game notes. The Oilers have scored first in six of their 14 games, five and one when they score first three and five, when they give up the first one, the Canes are five, one and one when they score first three and three, when they trail for three and three, when they score first.
1: It correlates perfectly. Yeah, um, You're trailing first. My uh, my key to the game, and I don't know if it's my turn, but I'm just going to say it, uh, is bring that defensive intensity that you did against Tampa. Because what is Carolina? They're a fast team, and this is why I also like Holloway in the second line because he's a speedster, speed against yep. speed. They're also really good defensively, so we really have to use our speed to you know try to uh, unlock some cracks within this pretty you know, stalwart defense. Um, and I don't even know who the hell this goalie is in that. So like get all the shots in the world on him, but we have to shut uh, Carolina down offensively um, because they are a buzzsaw.
2: They are. And we saw last game. If you let a guy like Svechnikov have any sort of space in the <laughs> offensive zone, he will kill you over and over, yeah. and over again Hold
1: him to like one shot,
2: please. Liam, keep the game.
3: Uh, yeah, I think just anytime they play these backup goalies, you just gotta get in the heads like quick. So trying We we like
1: to.
2: We like to
3: let them linger into the game. Yeah, like ease
1: in and feel confidence. Yeah,
3: it's it's not a recipe for success so far this season. I think the others have to get a goal in the first five minutes, Mm -hmm. which is seems like a tall order, but they've got the offense to do it. And I just think, yeah, like like we said, just. Play well defensively like you did against Tampa, but I also think this Carolina team is very beatable. So,
1: well, and just, we beat them,
3: yeah. Very like, play your game, like we're a good team again. I know the Evander came, not having him is going to be a factor. So, I think McDavid and Dry, like they are every night, are on um, pace for a good night again tonight.
2: Carolina Can- Hurricanes eight four and one on the season. They are seventy seven point six percent. On the penalty kill, that ranks them down 20th in the NHL. So they're in the bottom third of the league, just like the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, Power play percentage, the Oilers second in the league, 32.7. Only the Colorado Avalanche are better than them with that mark. The Carolina Hurricanes, 26th on the power play. So the Oilers have a clear-cut special teams advantage here tonight. They have the advantage in terms of the rest factor as well. Here is the lineup for the Carolina Hurricanes, though. Sebastian Ajo will center Seth Jarvis and Tivo Taravainen. Jesperi Kakeniemi, he uh, is... that's
1: the other Finn I missed.
2: Yeah, someone in the chat brought that up, too. He's struggling. One goal on the season. He's in the middle of Andrei Svechnikov and Martin Natchez. What a year Martin Natchez is having. Shot prop God as well. He hits it yeah. almost every single game. Jordan Stahl with Jordan Martinuk and Jesper Fast. Jack Drury with Stefan Notion and Derek Stepan. Second and back-to-backs stastny was a healthy scratch for them yesterday wow. i wouldn't be surprised if stastny finds his way back into the lineup for the canes here tonight on the blue line jacob slavin with brent burns expect uh to see a lot of that duo against Connor mcdavid brady Shea and brett pesci expect a lot of that duo with leon How about that
1: those
2: two pairing like those unreal two pairs, it's just disgusting so good, so good. dylan coughlin with Jalen chatfield expect that duo to be the lot or the pairing that Woodcroft tries to get McDavid out against a lot. We'll see uh, oh. if, if that plan works at all. And between the pipes, Pyotr Kochkov. Pyotr Kochetkov. Which
1: probably translates to Peter. So nope. Pete. Likes okay. By Piotr. Asked. You asked. Yep. Two I'm and
2: saying,
1: three on like his career. Lie.
2: Or sorry. No, sorry. Not two and three on his career. He's played in three games of his career. He has never lost in the NHL. He is 3-0 with the 2-4-2 goals against average 9-02
1: save percentage. He is due to get lit up. We're the what? record breakers. Whether it's a record, yeah. a good one or a bad one. We're there to break it. So yeah, yeah. sorry, Peter. Was
2: you can clip this and put it up tonight when the Oilers put five past this guy. Piotr Kachetkov Kuch- is due to get lit up in an NHL start. Every goal he gets lit up eventually. For Kachetkov, it took a Dill's fourth game. Oilers are getting them tonight. That's my prediction.
1: I I believe. Um, I'm obviously like I Mm -hmm. I ride the emotional roller coaster that is the Edmonton Oilers. And we are coming off an extreme high. So I am remaining high until we hit the next low. So I believe in this team. uh, I believe uh, them against Carolina on the road. I feel like this road trip is now starting to get the traction that sometimes, you know, a team when a team needs a road trip. Uh, you know, to have a positive effect. I, I feel like we're getting that right now. Tampa was a huge momentum builder for us. And now we're going to play another quality competitor in Carolina, who yeah. in our back of our brains, no, we lit up, what was it, 6-3 in Edmonton? 6-4. Mm, 6, four. six four, sorry. Uh, and, you know, I once again, like, just don't forget what you did in Tampa and just bring that, you know, discipline to, to Carolina. And our firepower is unmatched. Uh, with Kachekov, he did lose a couple of playoff games last year. He played four
2: times in the playoffs as well. So he's never lost in the regular season. He has lost in the playoffs, though. Also, if you're watching on the YouTube. comfortable losing. That's yeah. good. If you're watching on the YouTube stream right now, do us a favor and absolutely hammer that like button. We're 82 live viewers right now on Let's YouTube. Go. Hello, everyone. But only 19 likes. I want to see that number get up a little bit. I'm not going to give my lock of the game <laughs> until we get to 30 likes on YouTube. Liam, let's talk a little betting, courtesy of our friends at Betway, because I know we've gone over. I hope our producer, Alex, isn't too mad at me. I don't have him in my ear today, so uh, we're just going to keep rolling. We're just going to keep rolling, Alex. Oilers are road dogs, and I love it.
3: I love it. Plus 125 on the money line.
2: Liam, what do you like tonight?
3: All right. I'm just trying to sail out closer so I can see. Obviously, power play goal and empty net goal, plus Let's 250, go. lock up. and load. Uh, <laughs> load the and the other one I like is the Edmonton Oilers to win the game, plus a Leon points 150. Ooh.
1: Oh, that's juicy. Well, that's,
3: oh. that's the juice, and I'm chasing it. So I like both those. We were one-on-one on one last night. Caulfield, not a great night for him, only two shots, but my Nakes <laughs> hit a shot prop. So Are still... we riding Nature's shop prop again tonight? How dare no, you against I the would... Oilers? We're no, no, going to no. defend our butts yeah. off. Not be betting any Carolina Hurricanes bets. I'm an boy. Oilers fan, not a money chaser, Tyler. I nailed. <laughs>
2: I nailed the Kucherov shot prop last game against the Lightning. So you know,
1: two more likes until I give my play of the game. And I want a Vander Kane to beat Nikita Kucherov, but you won't let it happen. I know. Did uh,
3: you uh, make any bets on how many sticks Kucherov broke in that game?
1: Oh my god, that was wild! That, the hockey gods are on our side, also in Tampa. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed because yeah, there was a lot were. of crazy chances that they didn't capitalize on. What do you like from the
2: betting front tonight, Jay?
1: Um, I'm gonna just go crazy tonight because I took it easy the night before, uh, which is just this is not betting 101. So be advised. Uh, obviously, Oilers money line because it's juicy. Gonna sprinkle a little on the puck line because I believe uh, Connor McDavid. Man, is that guy gonna stop scoring goals?
2: Probably not. And if you can get him at plus money, which you can tonight on uh, on Betway. You just gotta you hit just it.
1: Gotta t- you gotta dabble on it, and yeah. you know what who's due? You know who's due? Who? Pooley Harvey. Ooh, he's spicy. been playing well enough. Yeah. He's been putting himself in the in, in the in the right areas, and he's converting the shots from being in the right areas. Connor's finding him. Connor's has trust in him. Sometimes Connor's mm-hmm. not like to pass him. We've seen that in the past. So those two are starting to vibe. That's good. If Connor Davis is on your line, I don't care. He will pull one off your ass. We know Booty Harvey will stand in front of the net, and mm-hmm. I don't care where it comes off stick, but doesn't matter. Pull the RV tonight, goal. I love the Oilers <laughs> Oz, the Oilers,
2: as the underdogs on the money line plus one twenty five. We got to thirty likes, so I'll give you my absolutely favorite bet this evening: the Oilers Ooh. to win. Connor McDavid two plus points at plus two fifty. Ooh, I am come definitely getting on, on that. That is come that on, betway. Betway is going to be bankrupt after all the uh, Oilers Nation everyday listeners we are, we're hit have on to that. Tonight. A lot of
1: money to do that. Betway is big.
2: Tyler likes a Holloway anytime goal. Smart Cowboy agrees with you. Pool party breaks free tonight. I don't mind the idea of a Holloway goal. I don't either. I think he might get one tonight. Oh, I'm optimistic. For the first time since the game against Washington, I'm optimistic about oh, the Oilers. Yeah, he everybody was
1: <laughs> super down last time, and, and yeah. we all were. All right. We,
2: we got to wrap this thing up.
1: Oh, I see what. Producer Alex pulled up.
2: Okay, Alex, put it up. I know you want to do this. I see
1: what he's done here. I feel like we're getting trolled here from Ottawa.
2: If you saw this on Twitter, um, this is what you get when you let anyone purchase a verified Twitter account for $8. Don't worry, this is not actually... Connor McDavid, everybody. He did not actually get traded to the New York Islanders and announce it himself. <laughs>
1: Wouldn't well, that be something? To be fair, if <laughs> announced his own signing before anyone else,
2: but can you imagine if, if, in a really messed up world, this played out? McDavid was like, "Hey," hopped on Twitter, his first tweet that isn't BioSteel in like six years, and was or Adidas or Rogers or whatever, like not sponsored post. He goes, "Hey guys, I'm going to Long Island. It's Barzell." Sorokin and two first going the other way, and they send tweet. <laughs> uh, sorry, everybody. We I, yeah, Alex wanted to show. Yeah, you, we're getting trolled. And, we, it's and all good. we and we made him work extra long today. So that's so we why had, he trolled us. Yeah, we I respect it. We had to let Alex get his jab in. Uh, all right, that's gonna be a wrap for today's edition of Oilers Nation. Every day, as always, coming to you live from the Sports Closet Studio. And as always, when the Oilers play, our friends at Shored Ford, the Giant, they got the Giant. us. It's Short Ford Giant Game Day edition of the show. Oilers going to win? Didn't you hear my bets? Yeah. Score prediction?
3: Um, something with an empty net. 5-3 empty net. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I, I was going to
2: say 5-3 yeah. as well. Jack Campbell? Tonight's his night. We're going to be donating Ooh. soup to the food bank tomorrow, everybody. I'm going to go ahead and say
1: the Oilers win this hockey game for nothing. We're optimistic if on If it's 4-0 and he gets that, I will pledge $50 to the Edmonton Food
2: Bank. All right, let's do it up. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow to break down whatever happened against Carolina Hurricanes. Enjoy your Thursday night.
0: Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership.